Then let's forget what we should have done earlier and continue with what we should do now. Howdy, folks. I'm Phil. And I'm Kyle. And as always, we are the Unsociablists. We're going to be doing another watch-along this week. Uh, now, I know in the past we've done some some moderately mainstream stuff. I mean, Phineas and Ferb certainly had its flash in the pan, and Twilight Zone was a... Uh, definitely a cult classic by any standard but this week we decided to go with something kind of like obscure and indie yeah a little known show called the simpsons about a family an odd family in a world where everybody is yellow i mean i know that uh you've probably never heard of this stuff but uh we'll run you through the premise real quick it's very complicated it is a sitcom family and they have basically the normal sitcom family ingredients but they're a cartoon very obscure this this in the off chance you actually don't know the simpsons there's homer the idiot dad marge the weirdly hot for how ugly her husband and fat her stupid her husband is wife bart the asshole kid who ruins everything lisa the weird prodigy kid and a baby named maggie who really doesn't play a factor in this episode anyway the episode we'll be watching this week is uh Season 2, Episode 7, Bart versus Thanksgiving, um, on Disney Plus, if you want to watch it with legal means, but otherwise, you know, we don't judge. And we guarantee you that within the next half hour, you'll get to see an accurate representation of uh, billionaire excess and wastefulness. All right, do we want to get into it? Three, two, one, play. Ah, the chalkboard gag. What do you think he was doing with his tongue? We'll never know. The world may be guessing till the end of time. I love that he works in a nuclear uh, factory or nuclear power plant. Oh yeah, it's it's led to many a good gag over these first few seasons of Worth of Episodes. He is a... Woefully underqualified. I do like that uh, around halfway through this season, Lisa's jazz solo starts getting a little different and unique each time, too. Yeah, they play a bit around with it. Yeah. This is one of those things. I, so when I was in college, I list, I watched through pretty much, I think I watched the first 14 seasons of this before I was just like, yeah, I'm not going any farther. Uh, 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 you can stop at season like nine. Yeah, don't go past like, yeah, I feel like Nine's definitely the last one you want to even bother with. After that, it becomes very drivelly and almost Family Guy-esque. I mean, and if that's your thing, I guess, go for the cheap laughs, but... Yeah, it's just not... And we start with this wonderful visual. <laughs> yeah, what the heck is she even pulling out? The, the guts of the turkey. Do you have to do that? Yeah. I thought those were already prepared. Whatever. I I'm I, I live in a world separate from this. I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of turkeys you're getting, but I don't know. Yeah. I definitely saw it happen before. Parenting. 
<laughs> that's, see, that's the kind of banter I like to bring to the table in our podcast. What are you talking about, Bill? It's fucking funny. See, this was back before uh, breaking the fourth wall was actually uh, cliched and played out. Hmm. I'm pretty sure it was that year that the Simpsons got afloat in the uh, parade. It was one that oh, year or the next year, but. <laughs> Made our country great. All white women. Oh, Lisa. You're missing a big bit, a little bit of, a little bit of, a bit of culture uh, considering the modern age, but you're doing your best for 1990. Yeah, for 1990. Uh... God, I honestly hate when. Kids are like, you know, I love that the kids want to help and all, but like, you are. Oh so no! I mean, I so just much, let right? me do it myself. I know you're trying yeah. to be cool, but get out of my way. You're you're really bad at things. Way to help, Bart. Good job. Oof. Let's make fun, let's make light of uh the severe injury that comes with our violent sport. Of course. Oh dear god. Patty and Selma are just awful. You have to brine the turkey. You gotta uh, brine the turkey, otherwise it will be dry. Or you can chop off the legs, uh, chop out the dark meat and cook them separately. Ooh, someone's been working on a cooking show. Yeah, <laughs> so it goes. Anyway, we probably shouldn't plug your actual bosses. Yeah, whatever. I edit, I edit a show about cooking, so... It's not exactly like those aren't a dime a dozen these days. Hooray for Everything is a great example of uh, the most pointless kind of pop music that we'll be addressing in our next episode, folks. <laughs> He's flashing his fucking lights. The Western Hemisphere, by far. Definitely better than the Eastern Hemisphere, for sure. 
I mean, it's a safer it's a safer bet than trying to say the greatest country in the world. You know. Yeah, you you really only have one or another option. Yeah, you're giving yourself fifty fifty at that point. That's a coin flip. Aw, she got a fax. That is <laughs> that is uh, the highlight of people in the age of uh, irrelevance. Dude, I just Thank saw Charles a. Emmanuel. Yeah, I just saw a. Uh, I was just reading a Vox article about um, how private equity firms are buying up uh, old folks' homes, and it's you know just leaving people dead essentially because they're not going to take care of it. It's private equity. Oh yeah, but you know what? I bet they'll make a lot of money on those uh, corpses taking up rental space. Although, if you want to get rid of Mrs. Bouvier, that's yeah. Yeah, well, she's she's an old, rich white lady. That does play a that plays a factor. Probably wouldn't be in a home. Oh no, she's. No. I, I mean, was she in a home in that in this episode? I, I thought she was getting a car from a no, private estate or something. No, she's just got a taxi or something. But like, yeah, yeah, see, I don't think yeah. The she's comparison not part of the, uh, to uh, Abe. <laughs> Abe, uh, Abe's a Abe's a real American. Uh, Where is your kindling? Yeah, white. I mean, not, not, he doesn't. He's not a white supremacist, but he says some racist stuff throughout the course of the show. But that's to be expected. Angry man yells at Cloud. He is the fun, one of the funniest bits of this entire show. Very, uh, yeah. Honestly, I love Abe. <laughs> he, he, if Biden was allowed to off his leash, that's what I think he'd be very Abe Simpson. Uh, he'd be so much funnier if they just let him fucking be an old man. Which you should be allowed to be a fucking old man. He is. Just leave him alone. Just let it go. Let him uh, roam free on the plains where old old folks like him belong. Release. Let him be free range Biden. Bitchin. What? Oof. Oh, poor Lisa. I'm convinced that the turkey was going to fall off the table, too. Yeah, that would have uh, really put another factor on it, but... I think it's still traumatic enough. <laughs> yeah. For a sitcom, at least. You always do kind of fuck everything up, Bart. <laughs> yeah, Homer, you tell him.
and then everybody ignores it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's usually that's usually one of the premises of the show is Marge goes and fixes everything while the rest of them get fat. Yeah. Everybody else in the show is pear-shaped except Marge because she never has time to eat fixing all their fucking mistakes. Yeah, that, uh, that, I mean, well, I mean, at least it keeps her figure, too, because, again, as far as kid factor goes, she has to fix a lot of fucking, fucking mistakes. But, yeah. Many flat, many a flash forward shows Bart with a pot belly. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention earlier, they have a dog. Santa's little helper, the dog. Yeah, introduced in the pilot. And here's the scene I promised you. and Mammon. God almighty. I mean, that's essentially what billionaires are. Let's, uh... Dude, there's so much food waste. Like, even beyond what... Well, I I mean, that's them in terms of all forms of waste. Right, In terms of what they can actually use versus what they have. That little sliver of a bite that he took was about all of his wealth he could spend. Oh, Burns, you are one of the staples of the early seasons of the show before they try to make you seem like a decent person. Yeah, no, just let him be an evil guy, like... Don't humanize the owner of the nuclear power plant. Yeah, no, the Simpsons, is, Simpsons does in later seasons do some rich person validating. Oh, they certainly do. Because, I mean, everybody on this show gets richer, especially Groening, while he's still involved. And, I mean, also Groening's credit, even in Futurama, which was, I mean, this show started being a rich person apologist show after Futurama started uh, airing. But Futurama, I'd say, maintained a lot more of the uh, right mentality for its run. Maybe it was the people he was working with. Yeah, I feel like he was only on that kind of as like a pilot run, like... To get it started. You know, doing the thing that... I mean, I'm pretty sure that in the later seasons in Futurama, they even reference that's like, uh, you know, just put your final name on it and not do any of the work. And then it's like Matt Groening's name fades over the, on the credits. I think I remember that gag, yeah.
And that's why he's a successful white American. He's doing great. Twelve dollars in nineteen ninety. That's like that's like thirty dollars now. Yeah, that's that's not bad for yeah eleven year old plasma. Uh, giving his plasma. Although, I mean, obviously nowadays, an eleven-year-old could never get away with giving their plasma. It would. <laughs> they would never let such a such reckless uh, disregard for human well-being take place. Certainly not. We've evolved, haven't we? In the last thirty years, we've gotten so much better. Oh, I love this. Scums of the earth, we'd like to sweep these people into the gutter, or if they're already in the gutter, to some other out-of-the-way place. <laughs> I think uh, that about sums up uh, our, our regard for the houseless in this country. God. They're not paying any attention to the actual story, yeah. <laughs> Again, poor Lisa, though. Sucks to be her. I'm not sure if that it's was like, the first time that joke was made, but it was definitely one of the more relevant or remembered ones. Yes. They've held on to it, and I'm pretty sure regurgitated it at least once or twice. Mm hmm. No, I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, they need to fucking eat. I mean, or if they want to spend it on booze, who am I to fucking yeah, spend I mean, it on? I was going to yeah. spend it on. Yeah, why would you? Honestly, I mean, like, I spend money on booze. Just fucking do what you want with it. Life is awful, and it's more awful for you than me, so drink up. I love that that cop was white the first time he showed up in the show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, in season one, the first that. time that the cop, those cops showed up, that they were both white. Smithers was black though in the in the uh, sequel in the second episode, and then they changed him to white after that. Weird. Yep.
sorry, we're not saying anything funny. This scene's just kind of arbitrary. Honestly, this... <laughs> I do like that line. Hmm. Early signs of depression, though, maybe. Yeah, seriously. His, his, I mean, I'm, I know my mind does that. Plays with these ridiculous, impossible scenarios. Yeah, absolutely. And ones where you do take fault or blame yourself for just about everything. Yeah. This kid has a lot of fucking toys. Well, I mean, he, he has a single parent uh, income in 1990. Yeah. 1989. Uh, a single white parent income. What, like four bedroom? Like that house is big. Oh yeah, no the Sim, and that's I mean the Simpsons. Early seasons of the Simpsons and actually current seasons of the Simpsons are completely unrealistic on the basis that that wage would no longer even close to uphold. God no. Maybe in '89 you could still have an engineering gig uh, at a as a, at a power plant and support a family of five, but not nowadays. No, so the Simpsons, Simpsons uh, sells us an American dream that is no longer available on the shelves. Discontinued. Yeah. We're sorry. Human decency has been discontinued at this store. Um, I think we still sell at the other location. Also, 1990, uh, or 1989, 1990 parenting mentality, I'm sure. Yeah, right. To be fair, though, I was was, uh, growing up 1990s. I'd have been there, uh, Bart's age in 1998. And, uh, yeah, my dad definitely had that mentality. I'm so so good at this. Uh, I'm doing a great job. Well... As we said, folks, uh, I know that show was really obscure. You, I mean, maybe you'll maybe you'll want to watch another episode. If you do, make sure you keep to the first seasons. Yeah, don't go, don't stray past season. Like if, Honestly, if you hit double digits, you've made a mistake. Yeah, turn back. I remember when I was a kid, my mom didn't want me to watch this, and by the time I was like old enough, I guess to to even know what channel it really was. Well, I'd know what channel it on was on. It was on on Sundays on Fox on channel. Uh, four back where I was growing up, and I wasn't allowed to watch it. And I think that uh, my was my family. Oh yeah, no, it was uh, it was potty TV. It was dangerous ideas. Yeah, and it was also like I think by the time that that was happening, it must have been the tenth. Yeah, at least the tenth season. By the time I even knew where to look for it, and I would have been like five. So 
mom was probably looking out for my best and interest mostly because that by then it was like eh, who cares this is not a great show anymore <laughs> yeah i mean maybe but more likely Ma- leanne was just a little prudish yeah i mean my parents uh definitely didn't allow me to watch the simpsons either and that was back when it was actually displaying ideas like you know maybe capitalism isn't so great instead of oh maybe it would be funny if homer could skateboard yeah the i i think there's something like about the simpsons like obviously we know it's not an obscure thing everybody's been involved or knows what the simpsons is and and it has made such a cultural impact. I think it's interesting to see, though, how the like what is ultimately the 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 ideology or the the kind of guiding principles of the creators and of what's 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 shown in this in this uh, television show, right? Like mm-hmm. the premise exists, I guess, that you're a simple family living on a soul income you know there are times where marge goes out and gets a job she turns out to be a really successful uh real estate realtor at some point um you know there are times where it breaks that mold it challenges the kind of typical american experience but it does kind of it kind of like has that as it as its undergirding uh like i don't know the base of its of its messaging's not like I think culture is going to define things, but, you know, the base of its messaging seems very pro status quo, at least in the, the bottom of it. You know, they'll they'll make, you know, little gags about, you know, pie in the sky, uh, solar power dreams. They'll, you know, ironically poke at uh, the the complete trash music that we listen to. But ultimately, it seems like there's not a super substantive critique coming from the show. It's just kind of, I, I, that's I, not been, to say I don't love it. I love I've it. I've been rewatching through the first, uh, through the first seasons recently. That's actually what inspired this watch along. And, uh, to, to its credit, there are definitely episodes where I'm like, Oh, Hey, there's some good leftist ideology instead of just arbitrary. Uh, don't worry about it. Lol. It's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, Apparently, American Dad has gotten like it's, better. It's better but. than most shows. It's be- at least in its early season, it's better than most TV at expressing um, proper human rights ideologies. Yeah, it's definitely got, like, I'm not going to lie, like, when I was uh, watching it as a kid, you know, it was something that kind of got me to think. So I'm not I'm not denying the, the validity of it. I'm just kind of wonder, because it seems... Maybe because of the success of the show, the people who have run it just, they don't seem to care about those kinds of issues anymore. There are folks who, they had like what, like in 2017 or something, uh, there was a really stupid bit that they had like Bernie on for. He'd like organized the kids in the playground and they they made it like he was a dangerous populist or something. It was a very it was oh, kind I'm of sure. a throwaway bit. But I mean, like, somewhere along the way, I think uh, I, I feel like TV wasn't quite as heavily invaded by uh, government control in earlier years. But somewhere along the way, the government said, "You can either play ball or you won't get syndicated." Yeah, I don't know if it's even necessarily that so much as the um, 
the quote from Noam Chomsky when he was talking to a reporter from the New York Times. The New York Times guy was like, so do you think that if I that because I work for the New York Times, I have to sell a certain idea? And he's like, no, I think because you have those ideas, you're allowed to work at the New York Times. You wouldn't be getting to that position without, you know, conforming to the ultimate uh, aims and ideology of the institution you're getting into. And, you know, oh, I mean, maybe, I, yeah. it, maybe it was different in some ways before, but I, I feel like that's always kind of been like at the base, you know, that these people are not going to really challenge the, uh, they're not really going to challenge the, the, the people who are running things. No, it's very fair to say that, uh, um, graining probably was, uh, de-radicalized by success. Oh yeah. Or radicalized towards a crazy fucking, Ultra institutionalist I mean, thing that he does. It's, it is hard to call neoliberalism radicalized, but also it is a pretty radical ideology in terms of like it's still right, very right wing and pretty authoritarian. Yeah, it's it's right wing. It's absolutely uh, it, it's putting people on a balance sheet instead of believing that they have intrinsic value or or life, like a worthy life. You look at them instead as as numbers to prove your point. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, sitcoms like The Simpsons nowadays use it, uh, use themselves more as anecdotal evidence of, look at the nuclear family working, even though, oh, look, they're still dysfunctional, but they still make it work week after week. Her, her. It's selling a, an ideology that can't exist in a, a modern society because, for one, there's no survive, There's no possible way for a family to survive on a single income anymore unless they, that income is absurd. And uh, I don't think you're not going to uh, get a middle class lifestyle out of it. You have to be like wealthy, very mm, wealthy. Yeah, either very wealthy or if you're on a single income, you're living v v barely paycheck to paycheck, if not like making improv uh, uh, improvisations along the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah. um,. Yeah, The Simpsons definitely gone very downhill. Like we said, if you, if you've gone past season ten, you uh, are not watching a good episode in any likely capacity. Yeah, you might come across one or two decent ones, but the majority of them are kind of like Family Guy, and in that they just do these like. I mean, what's it? Uh, the Wrong Boys talked about this in their Simpsons uh, kind of overview episode, where it's like these throwaway gags that can kind of fit with any character. They bring on a bunch of uh, celebrities just to do, like, stupid spots. They do the whole Elon Musk worship shit where Lisa, who's normally a very crit critical and interesting and has, like, a lot of, uh, you know, sometimes a little annoying opinions, but still, like, really, really, like, at least informed imp opinions. She just, like, fangirls over people like Elon Musk who are not smart. Elon Musk is not smart. I don't know. Oh, no, he just—he uh, he's not a smart guy. And actually, I—I uh, I saw a hilarious article recently about Elon Musk who declared himself like techno king of Tesla or some crazy shit. God, what um, a fucking dweeb, and not in a good way. Like I, I, I just hate 
Ugh, and he's gonna get like epic bacon points on Reddit for that. And it's oh it's yeah, obnoxious. everyone, every, and I love how there was like this very small window where everyone was like, "Oh wait, no, Elon Musk sucks." And then like two weeks later, it was right back to, "Oh my God, Elon Musk, he's so cool." Meme well, stock. It's, yeah, it's the resurgence of like that meme stock shit. It's the the domination of our culture by people who you know just have giant toy collections in their basement, and I'm like. I love I love toys and I like collecting things, but that the fact that that kind of chip on your shoulder, like we need to be the most epic and the most cool and have the coolest brands, shit, I hate I hate so much. It's uh yeah, it's pretty insufferable. But yeah, that uh that is this week's watch along. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode at least. Like I said, the early stuff is pretty good, and I think this one had I specifically like that scene with uh, Burns throwing away. 99.999% of what he has because he can't possibly use it. Right, he can't use it. He has his minions spend all that time preparing a beautiful meal that could probably feed half the town, and he's like, hmm, one slice, thank you. Next, uh, in the next couple weeks, we're going to be uh, unleashing our next episode on leftism. In the, uh, We might do a series on leftism in the arts, we're not sure yet, but the next one for sure will be specifically on music, and uh, we'll be having a guest, a friend of mine on, and he'll be reading some of his leftist poetry as well. So, something to look forward to. In the meantime, I hope everybody has a safe and a pleasant time navigating the post-stimulus world. Apparently, it's going to be fantastic, and child poverty's already gone. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're all saved. We got—most we most of us-ish got $1,400, and that's enough to fix every—did you know that nine months of rent is exactly $1,400? You know, I'm impressed because I didn't think that was the truth. They taught me something. Uh, I'm going to make this $1,400 last at least 19 months. I mean, if you're really Nine smart, months. you'll invest it and turn it into $2 million because that's the American dream is you turn 1400 into $2 million. That's what I'm doing. You fucking know I am. Anyway, uh, I'm sure that that money will be gone within two seconds of you receiving it, and I don't blame you one bit because life yeah, is awful. Yeah, fucking blows. All right. Uh, but thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you on our next proper episode, and uh, love and solidarity, everybody. Love and solidarity, y'all. It can be told in few enough words. We are not certain of his intentions even yet. They talk. So I am told.